may I be honest with you? I was disappointed in the election results. There, you know, there are some highlights. Jen Kiggins, Senator Kiggins, uh, going to Congress in the second congressional district down in Virginia Beach. Uh, I think that's good news. I don't think Elaine Luria uh, was a good congresswoman who represented the mindset of the people uh, down in, down in that area. I mean, maybe Norfolk. If Norfolk was still in this, um, I'm not sure Jen Kiggins would have won. And so you try to evaluate the results, and you think, all right, was this the new congressional maps? And it's just that old phrase, demographics is destiny. And in politics, that sure as heck is true. If, if the map is drawn a certain way and it includes certain people and excludes other people, then you're going to get a certain result. So is it the maps? Is it uh, the, the unusual circumstance we found ourselves in with the abortion ruling from the Supreme Court and that coming back to the states and a lot of apparently, I don't get it, but apparently a lot of women really feeling like um, the right to murder their baby on the day the baby's born is is a constitutional right that should be enshrined in the Bill of Rights. I mean, I, that would be shocking to me if that's the main motivating factor. When inflation is as high as it is and everything else is going wrong, that like trumps everything else. Or, speaking of Trump, is it Trump? I mean, is is it Donald Trump. I voted for him twice. I'm glad that he was fighting for us. I think he spoke truth to a lot of people who didn't want to hear it and wasn't putting up with a lot of the garbage that the rest of these professional politicians get involved in. But I have to tell you, the fact that he went after Ron DeSantis in public and called him names, mocked him before the election, like, what are you doing, dude? Even somebody like me who wants to be supportive, like, what are you doing? Um, so if I had that initial reaction and, and having, you, you know, I'm right there with you. I've been beaten up on nonstop because I supported Trump. There are other people who are beginning to wonder what the future looks like with and without Donald Trump. One of them is the very brave new delegate, Republican delegate from down in Virginia Beach, Tim Anderson, who, you know, before anybody attacks Tim Anderson, remember, this is the guy who's been out front coming on the radio, doing interviews, traveling the state, fighting for the things you believe in, while, while some people in the Republican caucus haven't been so bold. So just keep that in mind with what he's about to talk about. Yesterday he posted a pretty bold um, statement about the future of Virginia Republicans and President Trump. He's with us now. So what do you think, Tim? I appreciate you coming hey. on. Good morning, John. Thank you. Uh, so let's um, let's just look what happened in Virginia uh, starting in 2015. Okay. Uh, in 2015, uh, we had a supermajority in the House. We controlled the Senate, and Donald Trump became president in 2016. Right. Between 2016 and 2019, we lost the entire um, majority of both chambers, and Democrats took control in 2019. In three years in Virginia, uh, we lost a supermajority in the House and the Senate majority. And then we know what the Democrats did in 2020 and 2021. So when Trump loses his presidential reelection bid in uh, 2020, in 2021, we start taking back the Republican majority. And Glenn Youngkin uh, uh, carries the three statewide tickets on a clean theme, a non-Donald Trump theme. 
And what is absolutely clear, whether you love Donald Trump, whether you hate Donald Trump, whether you're indifferent on Donald Trump, is that the Virginia voters uh, find Donald Trump toxic to uh, politics, that he is a lightning rod to the left. He spurs them up in ways that unifies them, that no other issue will. And he uh, is um, not popular with most Republicans. And so here we go again with Donald Trump coming out and saying he's going to run for president. Mm -hmm. And what is that going to do now going into 2023? Look, in 2023, if we want to repeal what the Democrats did, we have to hold the House and we have to flip the Senate. How are we supposed to do that when the Democrats will be lightning rotted uh, and looking at all of us as Trumpians and telling their people we're Trumpians? And there's no better example than what happened in Abigail Spanberger's race. When you look at this, the country's on fire, the inflation's out of control, um, we have war, we have an incompetent president at every aspect. And when the moderates are looking at uh, the, you know, the state of the country, they look at the Democrats, and then they look over at us, and they don't hear our message because all they see is MAGA, red hat Republicans um, that they despise. And then uh, on the other side, they look at us as we want to take away reproductive rights. And so when the voters are looking at these issues, do I want to vote for the same, which is terrible, or do I want to go over to this Trump party who wants to take away reproductive rights? I'm sticking with the same. And that's what they did. And that's why Abigail Spanberger lost. Now, I, you know, I'm very, very good friends with Amanda Chase. Um, I hope we still are after I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Hmm. But she did no favors to Abigail Spanberger by talking about abortion a week before the uh, the election. For Yesley you know, Vega, you mean. Yeah. For Yesley Vega, that's right. right. Okay. She did no favors. And look, we cannot hijack elections like that. You know, uh, Senator Chase wants to propose a bill on abortion, a conception ban. Great. She could have been talking about that today or yesterday. It shouldn't have been talked about a week before the election. And so when she did that, the very next day, Spanberger is running ads of Senator Chase saying, we told you the Republicans want to ban reproductive rights. Look what they're going to do. And they use that and they use the hatred for Trump. And Yelsey is not our next congresswoman. And that it can never happen again. Um, and so, look, for me, I've divorced Trump. I've said it publicly. I'm the first one in the Republican Party in Virginia to say it. We have to go in a different direction. We have to go in a Glenn Youngkin direction. If that's Glenn Youngkin, it's Glenn Youngkin. If it is DeSantis, it's DeSantis. But we cannot continue to tie ourselves to Donald Trump. We cannot continue to talk about abortion in Virginia in absolutes like Senator Chase is doing. Well, we will never win elections. I, I hear what you're saying. Let me play devil's advocate for a second, though. Um, do, don't you think, let's say Donald Trump, people talk to Donald Trump, he's fed up, he's lost a billion dollars, and he's just done. And he's an old man now. I mean, let's just be honest. So he walks away. 
and Republicans pick Glenn Youngkin or Governor DeSantis to to be our standard bearer. Don't you think that the media and the Democrats will do to those two men exactly what they did to Donald Trump? I mean, you know, it only takes about 20 days for somebody to go from, oh, really nice, successful guy to the next Hitler, based on what I've seen since the Reagan era. You know, it's always the Hitler, the new evil Satan walking the earth for Republicans. So dumping Trump, doesn't that just get rid of somebody who's really strong, passionate, and might deliver and create the next boogeyman, and we're still in the same spot? Just to play devil's advocate with you. Sure, but we didn't have that with Ronald Reagan. You know that. Um, We didn't have that with George Bush. Uh, You know, they didn't like him, but at least when George Bush, when Ronald Reagan were president, we when we could talk to the other side and they would listen, they won't listen to us at all because we are silently complicit to Donald Trump. We don't speak our minds. And I'll tell you this, John, I sit with legislators all the time. And in private conversations, they say the things that I said yesterday. We have to publicly stand up and say, nope, no more. We love, you know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump of 2016, if, if The Apprentice were today and you brought Donald, 2015 Donald Trump uh, 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 on the show and you brought uh, Donald Trump 2022 on the show, mm-hmm. Donald Trump 22 would be fired immediately. He's lost it. He's lost his ability to lead. He's divisive. He's a child. And the way he acts and responds, like calling DeSantis names during his gubernatorial election, because DeSantis is probably going to be a contender in the presidential race. That was bad. Unforgivable, John. It's unforgivable. And then he says, if every if we win, I should get all the credit. And if we lose, I should get none of the blame. That's childlike. And we, we can't do it anymore. We're going to lose elections. Look, all I care about in Virginia is this. I want to win the House. I want to win the Senate. I want to reverse the Democrat policies. And if we hitch our wagon to Donald Trump for the third time, we're going to go in the opposite direction. The Democrats are going to gain seats, if not the majority in both chambers. And we're never going to be able to reverse things. So Virginians can hate me. They can call me a rhino for saying the things that I'm saying. But if you want to reverse Democrat policies, we have to uh, take our wagon off of Trump train and put it on a Glenn Youngkin train for now maybe a DeSantis train down the road. But for now, we need to get behind Youngkin because he's the only guy in Virginia who knows how to win Virginia. And we need to be more like him and a lot less like Trump. Well, it's bold that you're saying it. And, you know, I don't... Sometimes it's tough love. I mean, it's saying things that make everybody unhappy and hurt their feelings. And I do think that they'll do the same thing to DeSantis... Uh, they'll be starting from you know square one again, so that the damage can't be done as bad. And I think DeSantis will be more disciplined than Trump will be in his public pronouncements and and in his engagements with people. It's one thing to be aggressive and to be uh, a fighter, and it's another to make kind of unforced errors, which Donald Trump seems to do on a regular basis. So. It's it's certainly something to think about, and I can imagine your your email inbox filling up, Tim. Yeah, uh, with this you statement. know, I mean, and, and look, that's fine. Look, here's the deal. Leaders lead. I'm in yeah. a position where I have a voice. I'm stepping up forward. People are going to follow me or they're not. And yeah. if they don't, they can vote me out. But I'm not going to sit here like everybody else has done in the past and be quiet. I okay. can't do it. And, and it's not because I, by the way, 
It's not because I don't dislike what Donald Trump did as president. I loved his policies. Yeah. I loved his policies. Yeah. He's he's acting ridiculous um, now, and the Democrats hate him. Even if he was acting disciplined, the the effect he has on Democrats is enough for us to say in Virginia we need something different. And the effect um, so he has just, on moderates who who might right. vote for us. Right. That's right. We will never win a statewide election without light blue Democrats. The only reason Youngkin's up there is those Northern Virginia light blue Democrats. And if we re, if we if we go through this exercise yeah. again with Trump and we don't stand up and say no, um, then they should tie us. They yeah. should tie Glenn Youngkin. They should tie DeSantis to that. We have yeah. to stand up now and say no more. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate your boldness. You've always stood up and unapologetically uh, time and time again, and, and I'm glad to have you on to make the case. Tim Anderson, yep. the new delegate from Virginia Beach, Republican, I appreciate it very much.